Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. Each year, several groups of KEHI employees travel to Laredo, Texas to serve people in the community there in partnership with New Vision Community Church. These trips started in 2010. It's estimated that over 1,000 KEHI employees have served in Laredo since that time. We are honored to have both Pastors Lucy and Luis, the founders of New Vision Community Church, on the podcast today to speak about what their ministry is and the impact that our KEHI groups have had in Laredo. Lucy and Luis, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. So for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and how New Vision Community Church came to be in Laredo, Texas? Well, we both Guatemalans. We used to live in Chicago. And because of my work, I got to meet Debbie Ost, which is Randy Shaw's sister. And she introduced us to Randy. And Randy and Louise became very, very good friends right away. And my husband joined Randy in many trips. And throughout these trips, they end up coming to the border. So Deb, Randy's sister, and I were coming to Texas. And we decided to drive to the border and teach a little bit of the conference because we both worked. Louise was a hospital administrator. And I used to work in sales in a cosmetic company with Debbie. We both came to that conference and we decided, let's go and see what they're talking about in Laredo. So we crossed the border and we saw the need in an orphanage that actually Kehi at that time was sponsoring and building and providing for. Something hit me specifically, and I went back to Chicago to tell Luis, hey, Luis, maybe God wants us to move to Laredo. Throughout the month, Randy decided to send me to Texas every month one weekend so I could come and disciple the kids in the orphanage. And at the end of about four months, they flew this lady who was the director of the orphanage. And at that dinner is when, you know, that woman stood up and she says, I really want somebody to go down there to keep teaching us and helping us because it's good that you're giving us shelter and you're giving us clothing and food. But we want to know more about what you guys have been teaching us. And all of a sudden, Randy and another minister looked at my husband and I'm going to pass the word to Luis really quick so he can tell you what happened. Well, we were at the end of the dinner and the table at Randy's house and as they look at each other says, you know, we cannot offer you a salary. We cannot offer you anything other than would you be willing to move to Laredo to help these people? We have to make the decision right away because the kids have to go back to school. In three days, he moved us. We went from having a very good salary, both of us, to zero and fully trusting God in this move. So I moved here in August with the children and moved and lived in that trailer until we were able to sell the house. The house sold in seven days. And we have been ever since here. And our lives took a big turning because we never thought we were coming to be pastors. We thought we were just coming to be missionaries. And that's how we came. And it has been the biggest ride of our lives. 
That is such a huge decision that you had to make in such a short period of time. I mean, that had to be incredibly difficult. For me, I was willing to drop anything because I had this assurance and Luis, I'm sure, feels the same way that he was going to provide for us. We have the corporate life, what everybody wanted to achieve. My husband had achieved it and I was just supporting him with my work. But we wouldn't change anything of what God has done here because we came from salary to zero and we have never, never seen a need that he has not covered. And we have been just working here. And all of a sudden, you know, the ministry became a church. And here we are 21 years later. That is absolutely unbelievable. So let's talk a little bit about the ministry. You have specific areas of focus within the ministry. How do the Kehi employees help out with those areas of focus? And in what ways do employees serve when they come down to Laredo? Basically, the main objective is to prepare 600 bags of groceries that we put together to be distributed to the elderly people who has been experienced a lot of rejection and abandonment. So we serve different communities in the Laredo area after they have packed and we distribute them in three or four different locations and we do it every month. Our main goal is to add the team to our daily work, you know. This is something that we do on a daily basis. So when the teams come, we try to pack some of the biggest activities because we work with local volunteers and sometimes we don't have enough. But we pack over an amount of 600 bags, like my husband said, and those bags take a lot of time to be packed. And after they come, they come alongside with us to the community centers where the elderly are and also to the farm. The farm area is called Pueblo Nuevo, and that's where we serve about 80 families that come and we provide in the community center food and other things that they need. So they mostly come alongside the work we do. What has been the impact of Kehi employees serving in Laredo? Can you explain a little bit about just the experience that they have and the impact that they're making that in turn impacts them? When the teams come, mostly you guys don't know each other and you feel awkward. So I could see how everybody feels weird. But it's amazing what God does on the last day, know each other and become like a little tiny family and you'll be friends for life. I believe that's the unity that has built in Kehi employees is the fellowship that they develop here in three days that it stays forever in their hearts. Each employee that comes here goes back with different kind of gratitude for the blessings that they have received in their path of life. The gratitude, it comes to change their attitudes. The border is a different kind of community because you have different types of people. Of course, this is a 98% Mexican or Hispanic descendant community. But because of that, we have an elderly community that is very needy, that is not being provided for. And because we have two other local food banks and other organizations that mostly focus on families, we have decided since the inception of the food ministry that we will focus mostly on the elderly. The word says that we will 
see Jesus when we serve and truly we see him in the eyes of these people. And this is what your people come to experience when they take a bag up in the big building where we go into a hotel and they interact with the elderly and see how they live and how lonely they are. It's not just being poor, it's being lonely, how they need hugs and how that hug that a Kehi employee will give an elderly will mean so much to them and they could shine with a huge smile back to them. That makes a big impact to see the huge smiles on these people's faces and especially the children when they hand out candy. They are so grateful in what they're receiving, even though it's not a big thing, but for those people who have need and interacting with your Kehi teams, that's what it makes the big impact to see that within the borders of United States, you don't need to travel outside the border to find there is so much need, so much poverty and so much loneliness. And this is why the employees are so impacted. And, you know, sometimes we don't see my husband that much with us in the distributions, but Luis is behind the warehouse and he is the one moving and packing and bringing all the big boxes. But all of these things, when, you know, you see all this move and even the volunteers who come alongside and, you know, nobody gives up because our goal is to bring healing through the love of Jesus to people here in the border. And we're seeing that 21 years, we see more and more how people are touched, either being people who come here. And the most impressive thing is that the mission team comes thinking, oh, I'm giving. But truly, the people here give them back and they take back home something that they will never forget. Louis and I did one trip to Honduras, and that's what changed our lives because we're Central American, but we went back to serve, not to visit. And it made a big impact to see the need. I just feel that your employees have an amazing experience when they come and serve here. I'm sure you have hundreds and hundreds of stories of impact and how you've seen your ministry change people's lives. Is there any specific stories that you can share with us that just really illustrate that? From 2010 to 2013, we uh, did the Bobo Home Project, which was a project that provided homes to the homeless here in Laredo. We brought the mobile homes that were given by the government as a temporary shelter for the people who experienced the hurricanes. And we moved those homes. When we were finished with the project, I got a phone call from the local TV station and they said, we have this mom, this grandma, and we are doing this special story for Christmas. And we thought that maybe you can help was given my home. Well, we did not have a home anymore. And it was heartbreaking because when we went to see where she lived and how poor she was, we really wanted to give her a home. But those homes were pulled from the federal government and we promised her a home. We didn't know how or where we were going to get the house. But somehow, like a month after, we were offered homes from the Border Patrol area and we were able to provide her with a house. But Juanita was living in a very deplorable condition before the trailer that we knocked down with the Keji employee because he was full of mold. Before that trailer, she used to live in a school bus. It was turned into a housing situation with no bathrooms, no water. And we found her with no water where she lived. But we were able to give her a house and Juanita doesn't read and write until today. And she tells us the stories of how she was so poor that that school bus was a palace for her. And she told us how they were so hungry as they were young that her two younger siblings died of hunger. And that that day she had gone out trying to find food and she couldn't. 
by her getting this mobile home, it has transformed her life because it has given her a purpose. Out of having no knowledge and being what people in the world will call an ignorant woman, Juanita is very smart and very talented because she has natural gifts. They have been brought up through the home project because she had to take classes in order to get her mobile home. And we noticed that she was an amazing cook. Well, Juanita became one of our teachers to our programs now, and she has been with us for almost 14 years. And now she has become the main cook when you guys come. We have seen her change and how she tells you that God was watching over her, even though she was so hungry. But now she can teach others and she can inspire other people to get the best out of themselves. So I think she is probably the one that you will experience and you will see every time you come. Her name is Juanita Conde. And make sure if you visit Laredo to give her a big hug because she is somebody that hugs everybody. I think is the biggest uh, example we have of what the love of Christ could do in somebody's life. That's an absolutely amazing example. I did notice, you know, when you were talking, you mentioned how not only did you give her somewhere to live, but you also helped by providing classes for her to learn how to cook so that she could become self-sustaining and earn money to live. Not everybody does that. A lot of times you just donate and you give people things that they need, but they still struggle because they don't have the skills to get a job on their own and make money to survive. We don't want to be an organization of charity. In charity, you just give to provide for a moment. But when you take people's talents and you help them see that they have so much within and they just need to explore it and bring it out, you could give them a knowledge for life and they could be self-sustained. Yes, we uh, establish different types of programs here. And I'm going to let my husband speak about the programs that we have run in the past. Well, during the time that we were preparing for each of the mobile homes that we're giving, it took time to develop a program to sewing, welding, cooking, the bakery. Another one was electric work as well as a sewer line because we didn't have to connect them. And it was one at a time. It was not all at once. So a lot of volunteers came to learn along those that knew how to. I think it has been a program that from the very point of inception, it has been teach others what you have learned. And that has given us a lot of blessings to other families that have learned through the process. So it has been an enhancement to the program that we have, that we started it. It was not our main goal to achieve that. But as Lucy has mentioned several times, God works in a very mysterious ways and he opens doors where it has never been. So those programs during COVID, a lot of things stopped. But right now, as a matter of fact, tomorrow I am having a meeting with all the leadership in the colonia where the farm is. We're going to start the classes again. And now we're going to move the classes into the community of Pueblo Nuevo. So we're going to start the bakery. We're going to start the sewing classes back for the women because there are so many people now in the border that have no knowledge. And when you develop those tiny skills, they're going to have something to live for. We can give you a testimony that some of the ladies who took the bakery program. Today, they either have the little bakery or they are working for some company. There is a big bakery here that has some of those ladies working and one of them is the manager. 
you see how that moves them. Like the men who learn the plumbing today, there is a, a gentleman that has his own plumbing company in San Antonio. They moved down with his family. They don't have the mobile home anymore, but they're in a bigger situation because he had a few skills of plumbing, but when he came and helped settle 43 homes, that helped them really develop more skills. He went to school and now he lives in San Antonio. So our job is not only to give food or give whatever we have, clothing. Our job is not to do a hands-down program where, you know, people just receive, but it's a hands-up program to bring people's skills and gifts that God has given them and put them to work so they could sustain their lives forever. And that has transpired now to the new ministry that we started in Guatemala. We are very happy that this has been emulated down there and they are moving faster than what we can catch up with. You just mentioned your ministry in Guatemala. You've grown New Vision so much in the 20 plus years that you've been working on this. You mentioned the education program. You have the store where people can come and buy food. You have the serving that you do when you, you know you bring community members in. You have so much impact that you're making right now. What bigger dreams do you have? This is just the beginning. I think the path is a long path. There is a lot of generations behind that are willing to learn. The future of the church or the future of this ministry are the young people. And we're teaching young people the skills that they deserve to know so they can make progress and they can continue with the vision of the church. That is being done here as well as in Guatemala. As we see it every day, it expands beyond our imagination. I'm sure Lucy can share some more. My vision is to expand the service here in Laredo because right now after COVID, you know, we used to have about 300 elderly come and we used to divide them in two groups. But now our groups are growing and growing. We're adding every month about 50 to 60 people who come and sign up for food. And we cannot have a time that we used to do of worship and um, prayer and fellowship when we fed them breakfast within the ministry. Our vision is to create a resource center. We want to build a research center right outside the lot that we have. So we can at least have a place where the elderly could be served and they can get out of the car and have activities and prayer. And we can actually minister to them because they feel extremely lonely. And uh, that's something that we foresee in the future. So the future will be there. Whatever we built will be passed on to our generations and many kids of our church members who are getting very involved in the missions. So either here in Guatemala, things will go on. In Guatemala, we are about to start building a community center down there where many, many services that we don't want to spoil giving you everything away. But that's about to start down there. In the future, I want to see that resource center before the Lord called Luis and I be left here in Laredo as a place where the elderly could come and know that they will find some relief there. That's the vision. Well, pastors Lucy and Louise, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast episode and sharing more about Laredo serving trips and your mission and what employees can expect if they sign up for a trip. I highly, highly recommend to all of our employees, if you have not been on a Laredo serving trip, look for the signups. They come out seasonally and sign up, get involved. If you're nervous about it, it's okay. Just take the leap and go. You will not regret it. And if you've already been 
again on a Laredo trip. You do have the opportunity periodically throughout the year to apply for a trip to Guatemala to also serve with New Vision there. To learn more about the work that pastors Lucy and Luis do and New Vision Community Church, you can visit www.newvisioncommunitychurch.org. Thank you.